Welcome to the Loud Thinker Podcast, hosted by the Loud Thinker. That's me. Here you will listen to conversation from a Black, opinionated woman, which makes me above. Conversations will range from highly inflammatory topics such as politics, race, current events, you name it. What you will get are my thoughts, my opinions, my feelings, because I am free from groupthink. So get comfy and enjoy the Loud Thinker experience. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of The Loud Thinker. I am your host, The Loud Thinker, also known as a Black opinionated woman, also known as above. Today's episode is titled The Black Woman Cry. So I don't think I'm going to take too long on this, but um, I recently had a conversation with one of my coworkers who happens to be Black, and he's actually pretty awesome. But I think I was a little triggered because I was explaining something. We were having some sort of, um, I don't want to say it's a political dynamic, but it was more of a racial dynamic. And I was explaining things from the black woman point of view, and he kind of dismissed it. And for those who know me, as soon as you dismiss black women um, points of view or anything like that, it's just triggering for me. It is absolutely triggering for me. I think part of the reason why is because whenever a black woman says these are the things that we're feeling, the ones who are the least supportive are black men. Now, my black men, you know I love you guys, but y'all are doing too much. I find that it is black men who are the first to dismiss. In recent times when we were having conversations, especially if we're having a group dynamic or whatever, I'm finding that black men are quick to dismiss more than white men, which messed me up because I don't like comparing black men to white men. But interestingly enough, it was the black men, excuse me, the white men who were, you know, listening. And I was like, wow, wow. I think for me, it's just that um, I was expecting more. I, I just I think what irks me is whenever I speak about black women's like issues or feelings or whatever, black men always want to turn it. They want to turn it and make it about them. I'm like, but this part is not about you. Whenever I'm talking about black, oh, excuse me, I can't talk today. Black women issues, they literally want to make it about black men. That is a separate conversation, right? So if black women say there is, you know, pressure on how to wear your natural hair or anything, right? I am finding that black men, they, they, I don't know how they keep trying to turn it around and make it about them. Or what I'm finding is instead of addressing the issue, they're making it personal. I think it's called ad hominem is when you don't address whatever the topic is. You make it very personal about the person. And I'm like, well, we're not going to make it personal. And also, I hate when they want to try to come up with these exceptions. I'm like, wait a second. If you have to point out the exceptions, then all you're really doing is proving, you know, my point or the rule. Pointing out exceptions just proves the rule or the so-called rule. So anyway, 
when black women say, hey, this is where I need black men to step up for your support or whatever, right? Because we know black men have requirements too. But if we're addressing black women in that instance, then you need to address the black woman issues. And just like when black men want to say, hey, this is what we need from black women, then that, that's their issue, right? That's their time. But anyway, I find it that the black men are just having a really difficult time addressing whatever issues or shortcomings or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want this to be a finger pointing, although it kind of feels finger pointing. I just was so irritated. And I think the thing that is the most frustrating is when I'm talking to black men, I'm like, hey, wait a second. Black women want to be heard. That's why you, you find that there's this huge outcry right now. Like there's this huge constant, like shut the F up and listen. Right. So, and, and I think you're going to get more of that until there's that aha moment. So anyway, I think they're not recognizing the cry. There's a reason why there's black women crying all the time. And it's not a physical cry. It's, it's, it's an emotional cry. It's an outcry. Anyway, so when having this conversation with my black men, I think the one thing that black women are looking for is for the black men to just take in that information, consume the information, right? Don't, don't turn it around. Don't take it personal. Hear them and listen. We need you to listen. Don't come up with the excuses. Don't point fingers. Don't come up with exceptions. Just stop. Listen. Sympathize. Empathize. You want support, but there's a reason why black women are crying out. They're saying you're hurting us with the negative images, with the negative language, with the lack of support, with the lack of empathy, with the lack of of um, I think, you know, just little things like I actually had to say something to someone or like, oh, well, you're strong. I'm like, no, 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 no. You will not assign masculine qualities to me. I'm still a woman. Right. So everyone's like, oh, well, you're a strong black woman. I'm like, well, that's great. But I'm a woman. And it's not that women are weak. But whenever there is a conversation about black women, it's kind of like you're not allowed to have any level of vulnerability or weakness or anything because we have assigned these strong qualities. So you don't get to have feelings. You don't get to be upset. You don't get to be vulnerable. You don't get to have feelings. I find that whenever there's this conversation, there's immediate defensiveness, immediate defensiveness. And I think in order for us to move forward, we have to be willing to listen, right? Listen to the language that I think a lot of the black men are using for black women are like, oh, you're strong. I'm like, stop. Or look at her. She's just angry. She's got a bad attitude. I'm like, stop it. Listen, you know what was interesting? White men picked up on this. And I hate comparing our communities, but we were having a group discussion. And I don't believe in airing our dirty laundry, but I was having a conversation with my black uh, coworker. And he actually caught it. I said, you know what kills me about black men is they want to air dirty laundry to other communities. Now, one of my other coworkers happened to be a white guy, happened to be tuned in. This is a conversation between me and the one guy. I said, let me tell you what black men will do. They'll go to other communities and run down black women, say they got bad attitudes and all this other stuff, right? They talk about our bodies, our looks, our hair. 
They'll say things like, why are you going to wear somebody else's hair? But the very same thing that they're complaining about is the very same aesthetic that they're looking for, right? Now, when they don't like a woman, what they'll do is they'll say things like, yeah, well, I heard that Halle Berry or Beyonce or Serena has bad hygiene. This is what they're saying about our black women. Now they're saying that black women have bad hygiene. I was like, who does that? And the interesting thing was, I just happened to to turn over my left shoulder and my white counterpart part was looking and shaking his head. Mm -hmm. I was like, our community is the only community who does that. Like straight up, dogs us out. We are used for entertainment. I will always circle, circle back to like the Kevin Hart. They use us. I said, all the memes are about us now. They like to make memes that are always like, black women be like, black mothers be like. I'm like, first of all, there's a TH in mothers. Um, and so I see all of this, this negativity. And when black women say, hey, please stop doing that. You're not helping. You're not helping. Right? They make colorist remarks. Now, I know people are probably thinking like, what is what has she got an issue and she's, you know, light bright, but I'm just kind of like, I'm still part of the community and I don't like it. It divides us. So what I'm saying is my black men are deflecting from the black woman cry or outcry. And I think what black women are looking at right now is they're like, look, you claim we're sassy and bossy and too strong and all these things. Well, now we're asking you to put the community on your shoulders like we have had to for so long. And we know you can do it. It is in you. And we're just saying, hey, we we need you to do it now. I say this because I see the trend in black women now. While the, the social media content from black men is about making fun of black women and putting us in memes and put these stereotypes out there and dressing black men up in wigs that are cocked to the side and bad makeup. I'm like, that's how you view black women, bad wigs and dirty, frumpy clothes and bad makeup. And that's how you want to get your hee-haws. That's how you view black women. Um, And that's a whole other conversation about black men dressing up in women clothing to make fun of women. That's a whole other discussion. But I think black women are like, Hey, while you are making content that is detrimental to the community, black women, if you look at what they're putting out, a lot of it's like, this is how you take care of your mental health. This is how you get your body in shape. We got to look at like everything. This is our financial wellness. They are bossing up in a different way because they're like, you know what? We can't count on the dominant society. And we know that our black men Right now, they're clowning a little bit, even though it's not all of them. And if it doesn't apply, don't take it personal. If it doesn't apply to you, don't get in your feelings and start saying, well, I am a good one, because now you're starting to sound like a pick me, right? We're not going to make this ad hominem. We're talking about the issue, not you, you know, as a person. Nevertheless, because we see these things, the negative images that are happening in the media, We are basically trying to change that narrative. We are doing the positive reinforcement for ourselves. And if you look out there, it's it's pretty consistent. 
mental health and wellness. I can't even get the words out. Self-care. These are the things you do to relax. These are the things you do to take vacation. Take vacation doing these things. Get your money right. Okay? Make sure you're educated too because no one's going to come and rescue you. But you need to also make sure you have good physical health. There, there's this cry out there for some support. And it's not that black men don't need support. But we're saying as a community, we've got women saying, hey, listen to us. Why can't you hear us? You want all this respect and deference to your capabilities and abilities. But in order to do all these things, we got to cure with what is like what ills from within. And you've got a whole group of people who are like, this is a lot. So anyway, in order for um, us to come together, I think that black women want black men to put the community on their shoulders. There's a reason why men's shoulders are wider than women, right? And it's not that we're incapable. But what I think I'm hearing from, you know, media and and people in general is, you know what? We need you to step up. We need you to put us on your shoulders. We need you to be a pillar in the community. And instead of taking it personal, think about it collectively. Like, you know what? We've got our women who are feeling under attack. I mean, we know what that feels like to be attacked, right? Because as the black men were under attack, but imagine now it's like you, when you see your woman under attack on various, you know, planes, right? And to feel as if the ones who should be supporting you are not there. So anyway, what I say is there is this black woman cry. Do when, when I say cry, it's not that we are incapable But what we are saying is, hey, we could use some support, too. And while you're too busy running us down, this is the things that we're going to do. These are the the barriers of protection we're going to put around ourselves because we don't know any other way. We don't know any other way. If you want a softer woman, when you make women feel secure and less vulnerable, you'll get that softer woman, right? But if they feel like... They can't cry on your shoulder. They can't rely on you financially. They can't rely on you physically. They can't rely on you emotionally or sexually or any of those things, right? They, they can't. They can't. It becomes harder to be that softer feminine person because now they've got to take on other qualities. All right. Look, I'm pretty sure there's, there's plenty of people out there who's going to disagree with that. You are allowed to disagree. Anyway, these are just my thoughts, my opinions, you know. I think that uh, black women just want some support. They want some support. And uh, that's it. Look, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you listening to this particular episode. Hopefully you will send it to a bunch of people to download, listen, subscribe. You know my handle. You, you know all that good stuff at The Loud Thinkers. Go ahead and shoot me an email. If there's a topic that you want me to talk about, I am open. You know, chat us up at theloudthinker.com. All right. I hope you guys have a good one. Tune in next time. That's it, my fellow thinkers. Thanks for tuning in to the Loud Thinker podcast. Whether good or bad takes, one thing is certain. They are my takes. Remember, I am free from groupthink and something tells me you are too. If you want to hear more from me, my Twitter and Instagram handles are 
The Loud Thinkers with an S. Thank you for tuning in and see you next time.